SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Okay, let's just uh, uh, wrap up the show then by going over to the UK just to get the latest on what's happening at Chelsea. And uh, Rahman Osman joins us on the line. He's spoken us to us before about what the happenings at Chelsea. Good evening, Rahman. Thanks for speaking to us again in South Africa. Hi, Sabiso. Thank you for having me again. Thank you. How would you describe the past few days at Chelsea? It seems like it's going downhill every single day. <laughs> Well, I think that it's a bit it's a bit hyperbole at the minute, and so many things are happening, but nobody knows what's how it's going to end. And mighty Chelsea, in itself, is it's in doubt. But it just shows you that every every institution it's but temporary. Um, yeah, that's that's just it. I'm sure you know already that it's it's been put up for sale and all that. Yes, and then there've been this, and, and there's been the sanctions also. But you've also attended Chelsea matches. We saw you on Twitter. You were at the Newcastle game. What's the feeling from the fans? How's the mood amongst the fans? Um, it's a bit strange feeling because I've been going Chelsea for years. Um, I mean, I've never seen that kind of feeling over the weekend. It was that of nerves, uncertainty, and the fans, and the fans who have always been there the hat of Chelsea felt a bit nervous and it was really crowning to get a late winner. And, you know, in England, the best things is that when you're down, everybody wants to step on you. So one of the best things that you could, we, I, I observed from the game was that, you know, Newcastle used to have an owner called Mike Ashley. And according to Newcastle fans, he was the, the worst owner you'd ever get. And almost throughout the game, Newcastle fans were singing, he's coming for you, he's coming for you, Mike Ashley, he's coming for you. So the fans were like, so now, you know, Newcastle have been taken over by um, Amanda Stevely and the Arabs and all that. So they have a lot of money and they're heading in the right direction. And Chelsea, which used to be the powerful Chelsea, Mm. are now up for sale. So the fans of Newcastle are saying, Mike Ashley is going there, he's going to buy Chelsea. (laughs) Chelsea essentially will be like Newcastle. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's such a really funny time for people who are not associated with Chelsea mm. and difficult times for people who work at Chelsea. And as we say that, Kai Havertz comes up on screen. I think he's talking about the game against Lille tomorrow. And on that note <laughs> then, Rahman, I mean, say the, the Chelsea have been sanctioned, well, the owner, Roman Abramovich, has been sanctioned by the UK government. And the government, though, is being accused of having double standards here since Newcastle that you've mentioned have owners from Saudi Arabia where there's a huge violation of human rights. Is that criticism justified? And what's your take on the UK government's decision to sanction the owner? Um, I think that the criticism is justified in that um, there are a lot of atrocities, human feelings that are going on in other parts of the world where the UK or other powerful countries just bat a blind eye to it. And so I can understand why other countries are bringing up Saudi Arabia's ownership, what happened in Iraq and what happened in Palestine or what continues to happen in Palestine. But I can also understand why the UK government is taking this kind of decision. So in this situation, two things can be right. People can be outraged and the UK government can also be right by taking this kind of decisions. And I say so as somebody who, who grew up in, in Ghana and saw how powerful Roman Abramovich was and how he's, he's helped the Chelsea brand and held the Chelsea club. They have millions of followers and people who've created jobs for themselves 
just being associated with Chelsea because of the brand Roman has built. But we're in a situation where people are dying. It doesn't matter where you stand or what you think about it. Four million people are running away from their homes and your beliefs doesn't count. That's totally wrong. It doesn't matter which wrong or which right. If four million people are running away for their lives, we need to set up and do what is right and what's right in this situation. It means that we don't want to, or the UK government or big countries don't want to engage Russia in, in gunfight. What they can do is that they can make the people closest to Putin's life uncomfortable. And the idea behind it is that if they make their life uncomfortable, then they will speak sense into Putin. So this is it. nobody. If you come to the UK and you speak to most people, they have nothing against Abramovich. They would say, well, Abramovich made his money. But at this point, the only people that can get into Putin's head are the oligarchs because they are his close friends. And if, if, if their life is limited, then they would be forced to sit him down and speak sense to him. So it's a war, but instead of going with guns, he will try to cripple the people around him and hope that he will listen. So what kind of a ripple effect has this sanction had then? What can Chelsea do or not do? Actually, what, what can they not do now? Because it seems like there's a lot of things they can't do. Oh, yeah, they can't do a lot of things. They can spend more than, I think, £20,000. And Chelsea have moved from having about £500,000 budget for every game to 20000 so that's literally nothing for them now. But it's been also refreshing also to add that they have a really good manager who's with chairman. And I've got to give it to the Germans. If you have German friends, you'll find out about them that they really are great politicians. And it's no surprise that um, Angela Merkel was such a powerful leader in a time of crisis because they speak very well during times of crisis. And Thomas Tuchel has, has been a shining light for Chelsea fans every time. And I've been to every press conference since this whole issue happened. And every time he speaks with so much, I mean, promise and hope. And even today, he was, he was again, adamant that, like I keep saying, we will try to go by, if we can go by M, we'll go by train. If we can go by train, we'll go by coach. If we can go by coach, I'll drive the seven-seater. We will get there and we'll compete as long as we're there. That's a typical German thing. And every country have their strength. Usually South Africans, they, it, they, are, they are traits they have, Ghanaians. And for the Germans, that's how they are too. If you study their culture, in adversity, in difficulty, their character tells a lot. And so, yeah, it's, it's just the right time at the right moment. And talking about things they've done, they can do again. It's, it, they are speaking to government and trying to expand um the, the the amount of money they can spend especially when it comes to match days because mm. they can't sell tickets they can't sell merchandises they can't even sell away tickets mm. but for the ones that have already been sold already that's such a big loss and um and credit to roman he's always said that for him chelsea has never been about the money and he was willing to waive the 1.5 billion mm. pounds the club owed him yeah, yeah but why are they not appealing down. though rahman because you would think if they appeal then the sanctions are put aside for for a while yeah but the problem this is it the the, the, the idea is like i keep explaining the idea is not or was not to cripple roman roman is loved by putin if you study international politics roman is like putin's lovely child and he he can speak 
to Putin directly. And I think he's been trying and we get a feeling that he's even upset Putin because he called it a war. If you go to Kremlin or in Russia, they don't call it a war. They call it a special operation. But if the only way to do the sanction for it to work is freeze everything. And where it hits Chelsea hard is that if they freeze everything, it means they freeze Chelsea's account Mm. and they can't run. That's why he has to sell it. Because if they say he keeps it, for how long? The club can't survive for even a month without using their credit, uh, their bank card. Because they pay for stuff. It's a rolling club. They pay for match days people. Chelsea employs about 500 people every match days. From people, security, food, catering, (laughs) traveling and all that. Mm -hmm. So even if they freeze it for, for a month. Sorry, my voice is going up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if they freeze it for a month, the club will go down. Mm, mm. So he needs to sell it. And he did. Credit to him. He tried to sell it. First, he tried to give it to the trustees. Yeah. But it wouldn't work that way because he would still be the owner. And if they freeze his account, they need to freeze his assets. And if they freeze his assets, they're frozen Chelsea, which it means Chelsea is like you... So if we freeze your account, you can't use your bank card, mm. you can't use your car, you can't go to your home. So you are literally isolated. And that includes everything you own. And Chelsea falls under it. Yeah. So they need to freeze everything. That's where they, they are hit hard. Do you understand how... how no, I hear you loud and clear. It is a lot. It is a lot, Rachman. It is a lot. Let's pack it there for now. Maybe we'll pick it up uh, soon because there will be more developments, but we're just out of time. But thank you for speaking to us in South Africa. I appreciate your yeah, first-hand you insight. Thank you also for having me, Sabiso. Always thank, a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your first-hand insight, especially because you are 10 games and you are there and you're at the press conferences. So it's always great to hear it from somebody who is there. Thanks again, Rachman. Don't worry, they won't freeze mine because there's nothing to freeze. (laughs) And I don't post on Instagram. (laughs) Okay, let's leave it there. It's 8 o'clock. We have to go. It's time for news. Um, If we couldn't get to the voice notes, apologies. I think there was a lot of interest with the return of fans to the stadium. I do see some of the voice notes that we couldn't get on air. Maybe we'll pick it up again uh, later in the week.